Hello everybody, how are you doing? This is Chris, this is episode uh, 114 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Welcome back. And let me start off by saying if you if you like this podcast, please give me some some likes on uh, you know some shares on social media and all that kind of stuff and some reviews would help out too on wherever you're listening. Uh, that would help. Uh, and the the seems like most of the apps only show the last 100 episodes. So if you want to see any of those earlier first 14 episodes, you have to go to Podbean, the actual Podbean website, which is where this uh, podcast is hosted. So uh, it's a nice little website. I like it. They have a good app, too, uh, for your phone. So I like Podbean. But uh, okay, so this episode is about uh, price controls. I think that because look, we've got inflation. Inflation is, and I'm t- when I say inflation, I'm just talking about price increases. You know, I've talked about what real inflation is. You know, inflation is the in- is the increase in the money supply. Like um, what's his name, Milton Friedman always said, inflation is everywhere is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. So inflation technically is increasing the money supply. The, the result of inflation is is increasing prices because you reduce the value of each each monetary unit. But other things, I've, I did an episode about the other things that the government is doing that raise that's raising prices. I mean, most people, when they think of inflation, they, they just they, when they look at rising prices, they think that's inflation. So you know that's the common usage of it. And I talked about the the supply chain disruptions and and the war on energy, on affordable energy, and the money printing. That's all increasing prices. And, but the problem is that, look, the problem is that we are ruled by morons. And we, and the American people, elect morons because the American people don't know anything. The average American doesn't really know anything about economics. They think, Oh, prices are going up. Oh, that's because of our evil, greedy corporations are just deciding to raise prices for some reason. They all got together in a secret meeting and, and, and said, hey, everybody, let's raise our prices. You know, and that's literally what a lot of Americans think. I mean, Democrats, certainly that's what all the Democrats think. I mean, the Democrats, like I've said, are the stupidest people. <laughs> I mean, they're unbelievably stupid. But the truth is that a lot of Republicans, you know, they know that's not right, but they don't really understand what, in, you know, what's causing inflation. And they, and they, they focus too much on the government spending, uh, which obviously you can't focus too much on that <laughs> because that's a gigantic part of the problem. But, uh, but yeah, the money printed, the, all the government spending is what, in, is what makes the money printing necessary, right? For for the government, it's not certainly not necessary, but but when you have, and this is the problem with a big government, you know, when you have like so many people dependent on government checks for their very livelihoods, then anybody who comes along and says, "Hey, we need to cut government spending," well, they're going to oppose you, and if there are more of them than there are of you, well, then you're never going to lower prices. You're, I mean, you're never going to lower spending. 
So, so it's a, and I did a whole episode on unsustainable. I think that was one of the early episodes uh, called unsustainable where that's, that's America. We are com- completely unsustainable. We're on an unsustainable trajectory and it's all going to fall apart unless we wake the hell up and actually realize what's going on and stop it. But, but we have to make these good arguments to people and, um, and I, I, I'm uh, unfortunately, I think just a lot of Democrat, a lot of Republican candidates are not making these these good arguments. And but one of the things that worries me, obviously, is is price controls because I think a lot of people, obviously, the, the Democrats have already talked about this, and they're and they're already doing it. Uh, and it, they're, there are, they impose price controls in a million different ways, uh, it, particularly in our healthcare industry through the Medicare, uh, Social Security, or the Medicare system, Medicare Medicaid system, where they just cap prices. And of course, you can't, it, you can't cap prices. It doesn't, you can, but it doesn't have the effects that you think it's going to have. Most people think that that the government can just cap the price. And so I, I think that we need to really understand that that doesn't work. That's not a solution for high prices. You know, the government has created hot, these high prices. Prices are rising. We have high inflation. Prices are rising. And it's all the government's fault. And the government is going to try to solve, quote unquote, air, air quote, solve the problem by imposing price controls. They've already talked about doing this with gasoline, you know, with energy. They're doing that in other countries. Uh, and I think that all you have to do is go back to the 70s where Richard Nixon imposed price controls. Remember, Richard Nixon was a Republican and he imposed price and wage controls over the economy. And what did that do? It created, it created shortages and it created, you know, what, what do price controls do? Uh, You think, when you think about supply, demand, and prices, right? If, if there's a high demand for something, the, 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 the demanders, the, the buyers will buy, will bid up the price and send a message. Obviously that there's high demand, so they 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 value something very highly. They're willing to pay more for it, so they bid up the price. As the the people who want it more outbid the people who don't want it as much. So what that does, it drives prices up, and then the producers, the people who actually produce the good or the service, they. Uh, are they, they get the message that hey there's there's a lot more demand for this we could sell more of this stuff and and so they produce more and other entrepreneurs see that and say hey I'm not re- making this kind of money in my business I'm gonna jump into that business you know maybe it's the oil business well I'm, I'm you know I'm selling flowers nobody wants to buy my flowers I'm gonna sell oil yeah I'm gonna drill for oil and sell oil you know and that's what and, and that increases production and that drives the prices back down and you get an equilibrium. So there is an equilibrium price for everything. 
for every single thing in, in the world, there is an equilib equilibrium price. Now, the prices may never, the, the prices are constantly going up and down anyway. They're, they never like settle on the equilibrium price. Equilibrium is a sort of an imaginary point that is never really achieved, but it is always being sought by all the market players. Unconsciously, you know, subconsciously, it's the invisible hand that that uh, uh, Adam Smith is talking about in Wealth of Nations. So, so when you, but when you, when you cap the price of something, well, th there's still increased demand, right? There's still more and more demand because the price is going up. The, the, you, you can't, you can't, uh, you, you haven't reduced the demand for that thing. And in an inflationary environment, the, the, the point of the inflation, the, the message of the inflation is that the, is, well, I mean, there's different messages, the three different messages of the inflate that I talked about, the three different sources of inflation each have their own message. You know, the, 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 you have the message of our, our, our uh, international uh, system, international trade is not allowing, not being allowed to reach its, its most efficient potential. That's the message. So we need to, we need to be more efficient with our, uh, I did the, I made, I used the example growing oranges in Canada. If Canada just cut off all trade to the United States and they still wanted oranges, well, they would have to grow them themselves. Well, how do you grow oranges in Canada? You'd have to build gigantic heated uh, uh, greenhouses and, and with light and everything. It'd be very expensive. So oranges in Canada would be very expensive. But if, but that free trade with the, the trade with America, with Florida, buying oranges from Florida, well, it's very cheap to grow oranges in Florida. That's why, Flor so that's why Canadians can buy oranges inexpensively. If, so, so this international trade is what lowers the price of the oranges for the Canadians. So, you know, you can't, uh, you can't just disrupt that, that trade. That will increase prices. So that's just one easy example. But uh, then you've got the, the, the war, war on energy. Energy, you know, it sends a message that the high prices send a message that we need cheaper energy. Well, you know, if that if cheaper energy is illegal, well, you're not going to get cheaper energy. And then, of course, the, the monetary inflation, the, the messages, the, the value, there are too many of these dollars around. Each one of them is less valuable because they're so abundant. They're so, they're not scarce at all. So, so price controls just, just ignore all those messages, just completely ignore the, the cause of inflation and too many Americans fall for it. Remember, Richard Nixon won re-election in 72, I guess it was. He won re-election after imposing price controls because the people looked around and they saw shortages because that's what price controls create. They create shortages because it's not any less expensive to produce what what the, the the oil for example you know the inflation all of those signals are still driving up the price all of that information those three things today are still driving up the price of everything but it's still going to drive up the price of producing everything 
But if you, if a government comes along and imposes this price control on a gallon of gasoline, well, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't reduce the, the higher costs of producing that gallon of gasoline. So the, the, the incentive now is for entrepreneurs to actually go somewhere else because, well, you know, you can't make the profit. So you get shortages. And I mean, that, this is what happens all the time. This is what happens all the time. And uh, so you, you, this is what happened during the, the, uh, the, the, uh, in the 70s. You know, we, had pre we had gasoline shortages. Some of us are old enough to remember that. Barely, barely. I do have, but I think my memories are from like, you know, early pictures of it. But uh, I was probably five years old when that happened, but three, maybe three years old. So yeah, I don't know, but I don't remember anything back then. But, uh, but I remember the 70s, you know, talking about that stuff and, and there were shortages. And people looked around and blamed the Arabs for the shortages, but the shortages were actually caused by the price controls. But see, people don't, you know, people don't know that. People don't understand this stuff. So, so and then it's going to be the same thing here in America now in 2022, 2023. We're going to get price controls as, as uh, you know, the government is, uh, is, people are going to ask the government to save them. Hey, government, do something. You have to fix this. My rent keeps going up. My gas keeps going up. My heating uh, bill keeps going up. My electricity bill keeps going up. My... Uh, you know, everything, every, the cost of food keeps going up. Well, then you're going to get, you're going to get price controls. So get used to it. And that's how you wake up in a, in a country, in a communist country. So uh, you wake up in a communist country. You know, what is communism? Communism is a country where a system where the government controls everything. The government controls the economy, makes, you know, where you, you may own a business, but you don't, you aren't the one really making the decisions about that business. The government is. Republic, uh, uh, politicians and, and, and bureaucrats are the ones making the decisions, not you. So, so this is just another step toward communism. And this is what's going to happen in America. And we got to, we have to make the arguments against price controls and wage controls and we have to it is a it is treating the symptom instead of treating the disease the disease is inflation or the disease are the three causes of the price of the price increases we have to deal with those three causes of the price increases and price controls just deal with the symptom of the price increases uh, which is the price increases so um that's, you know, so that's my, uh, that's my, those are my thoughts on inflation and price increases and price controls and government intervention. All it does, it's just going to make everything worse. It's just going to make everything worse. But I don't know. I don't see any, I really, I'm very pessimistic now after this November 8th election. I really thought the American people would send a message but uh, they didn't. They really didn't send a message to the Democrats. I think the Democrats are emboldened. Uh, I think the Biden, the Biden administration is emboldened. I think uh, they know that they can win elections no matter what. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about any of this stuff. They are going to continue to increase their, their uh, 
their government intervention into the economy, um, and it's just going to get worse. So those are my thoughts. And, you know, I mean, I know that those of you who are listening to this, you're smart people, but let's face it, most Americans, you know, they're just, they're not paying any attention to this stuff. They don't know anything. And they're, they're going to vote for people who will ostensibly save them and fix things, but they're just going to get, everything's going to get worse. And the politicians are going to shift the blame. And... And of, of course, they shift the blame to the capitalists, to the evil capitalists. If rents are going up, they shift the blame to the evil landlords. If gas goes up, they shift the blame to the evil oil companies. Uh, if the prices, uh, food prices go up, they shift the blame to the evil farmers and the evil food-making corporations. And you know, uh, they, they, they will never see who the real villain is because the real villain is their one true god government big government so all right that's it that is episode 114 and like i say like i said before if you like this podcast give me some good ratings and i will and share it on social media and i will talk to you later all right bye bye